Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Live from the Aviva Trattoria studio, it's the Grace Curley Show. we got to bring in a new voice, a young voice, a rising voice, Grace Curley. You can read Grace's work in the Boston Herald and the Spectator. Especially Grace. Grace, stand up. Here's the millennial with the mic, Grace Curley. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Grace Curley Show. The news today is just nonstop. Um, if you're not familiar with Mehdi Hassan... He's a host on MSNBC, or I'm sorry, he was a host on MSNBC. His show has been canceled. This is from Red State. Outspoken Hamas apologist and MSNBC host Mehdi Hassan has been missing from television since early in the war between Israel and Hamas. But according to reports, the network has canceled his weekend show. Just an update for everyone who follows the comings and goings at MSNBC. Another thing I wanted to discuss today is Elon Musk. So he was at this event yesterday, this New York Times deal book summit. And we're going to talk about Elon Stalin. But first, I wanted to remind everyone that it's a great day to get a great deal at the Grace Curley Show. Go to gracecurleyshow.com and you're going to get a signed copy of Paperboy, signed copy of Paperboy and free shipping. The regular price. Oh, are we? Wait, Jared, I have something else in here. Are we doing the mystery T-shirt? Oh, sorry. No, this is an old T-shirt deal. Is yeah. So this yeah. is a, a a deal with the book signed free shipping. Signed book free shipping. Yeah. Okay, perfect. And if you go to gracecurleyshow dot com and click on store, you can get that deal. Now back to Elon Musk. So this was very interesting. So there are two things happened that I want to talk about. Number one is that recently Elon Musk found himself embroiled in uh, drama, and actually I, I would say that he made a wrong move here. He was promoting a conspiracy theory that was basically saying that Jewish people are promoting hatred against whites and support bringing hordes of minorities into Western nations, and it drew condemnation from Jewish Jewish groups. Now, after that, he tried to explain or make excuses for why he had promoted that tweet. He, as a lot of people know, he's had back and forths before. He does not get along with the ADL, um, and he is not a fan of the ADL, so that's how he kind of tried to explain it. Yesterday at this event, he apologized for it. And my whole thing is, do I think he's anti-Semitic? No, I do not. Um, I think that his actions have shown that he's not. But I did appreciate the apology nonetheless, because you never get apologies anymore. No one ever owns their crap. No one ever owns their mistakes. And as someone who makes tons of mistakes, like I I talk three hours a day. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I don't think there's anything wrong with apologizing if you do in your heart think, You promoted something bad or you did something that you now regret. And so I wanted to play this because it's very, it's very, very rare you get an apology from someone, especially someone as powerful as Elon Musk. This is cut 13. When you see all this happening, are you sitting there going, oh, my God, I stepped in it. I wish I didn't do that. Are you saying, screw them. I hate these people. Why are they after me? But all of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all of that. I mean. Uh, I mean, look, I, I'm sorry for that, that, that tweet or post. It was foolish of me. Of the 30,000, it might be literally the worst and dumbest tweet, post that I've ever done. Um, and I try to my best to clarify uh, six ways to Sunday. Um, but, uh, you know, at least uh, I think over time it will be obvious that, in fact, far from being uh, 
anti-Semitic. I'm, in fact, philo-Semitic. Um, and my, all the evidence uh, in my track record uh, would support that. Yeah, something else he goes on to say is he, he makes a comment about being liked and how he doesn't he doesn't concern himself with being liked. And let me read you the actual quote. He said, there's a real weakness in wanting to be liked. I don't have that. And I've talked about this before because I think that if you're apologizing for something that you did because you want to be liked, then that's not a good thing. That's what a lot of these companies fall into. It's like, we want everyone to like us. So we're sorry we did this. We're sorry we did that. You know, we'll bend the knee for whatever you want. That I don't go for. But if you do something that doesn't align with your morals or something that you genuinely regret, not because the mob's mad at you, because, but because you actually wish you hadn't said it or done it, then I don't think there's anything wrong with apologizing. Where I will say he's right about being liked is that some of the most powerful people in the world, Donald Trump, Elon Musk, they don't care. Like they, it's great if you like them and, and they'll love your support, but they're not making their decisions based off not getting canceled. And that's why they are decision makers because they have that kind of fearlessness. The other part of this that I want to talk about was his second thing. So some people haven't been following this lawsuit with Media Matters. I actually find it quite interesting. It's a little in the weeds, so I didn't talk about it too much, but I'm going to try to explain it as quickly as I can here. So Media Matters tried to claim that the advertisements on Twitter were being served next to anti-Semitic neo-Nazi style postings. But what Elon Musk is claiming is that they actually created accounts and then purposely... Uh, purposely sought out content that would create that algorithm. In other words, like if I went on Twitter and all I searched all the time was Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, eventually an ad's going to have to pop up because that's how Twitter works. And it will probably pop up next to something I'm being served about Donald Trump because that's what I search all the time. Does that, I think that's a pretty easy way to point it out. So what he was saying was it's, it's dishonest to try to claim that we are putting ads next to neo-Nazi style tweets when really you guys have gone out of your way to search for this content and now you've curated an algorithm that ads are obviously going to pop up in and you can look at it and say, look it, see, they're putting the ads next to neo-Nazi posts. And because Media Matters did this, and that's what he's accusing them of, and if so, I, I find that to be incredibly deceptive a lot of big companies disney and other companies saw that and they were like "Ooh, ooh oh you know ooh, we don't want to be advertising on x if they're promoting things that are because this is how it works nobody's actually afraid of the people holding swastikas and chanting free uh from the river to the sea palestine will be free and holding up signs with the star of david in a trash can those nazis nobody has a problem with like oh yeah keep it going you know ruin the christmas tree lighting but anything to do with elon musk and twitter then it's like ooh. then it becomes like the tiki torch ron DeSantis neo-nazis that gets everybody worked up into a lather there's certain nazis that get people really worked up and so Elon Musk was asked about it and how these companies now are pulling out their advertising. And his response, when I tell you, you could inject it into my veins. It is exactly what I wish every person says anytime advertisers try to bully them or try to shame them into changing their businesses. This is cut 12, please. If you will. That this had been said online 
There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger today. I hope today. they stop. You hope? Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go f*** yourself. But go f*** yourself. Is that clear? I hope it is. Hey, Bob, if you're in the audience. Well, well let me ask you then. <laughs> pause it there. That's pause it there. Because you know what? He's, he's, when he says, hey, Bob, it's Bob Iger from Disney. And it is, it is something where it's like, it reminds me of when he talked about how he was going to make people pay for Twitter. And all of these keyboard click-clack journalists, which, by the way, Hello, Kettle. I'm a I'm a keyboard clack clack journalist. But they were all going, I'm leaving. Elon Musk took over Twitter and now he thinks he's going to charge us for it. I'm out of here. And it's like, no, you're not. The same way Barbara Streisand isn't out of here when Donald Trump gets elected. You're not out of here. Okay. And by the way, this isn't an airport. You don't have to announce your departure. If you really want to leave, Keith Olbermann, you know, don't let the door hit you. It's it's okay. You can go. But it's like calling their bluff because these people live for X. These people need X. They need Elon a lot more than Elon needs them. I can assure you. All the people who go, I'm not going to post there. Fine, Disney. You don't have to advertise there. But people are still going to use X. Fine, Keith Oberman. You don't have to be on Twitter if you don't want to be. But what do you think? You think Elon Musk is going to be knocking on your door being like, please come back, Keith. We need you. Things haven't been the same since you left. Call these people's bluffs at every single turn. Oh, you're going to move to Canada if Trump wins? Okay, can you can you promise that? Can you sign on the dotted line? I'll buy the ticket. But you got to promise you're going to go because you've done this before. They always do this. It's like, go ahead. That was his Clint Eastwood. Go ahead. Make my day. You don't want to advertise with us anymore? Don't. But enough of this, like, using it as some sort of fear-mongering tactic. You better not offend us or else we're going to pull all our money out. He'll be fine. Elon Musk will be fine. And, you know, if you're going to blackmail someone with money and advertising, I don't think he's the dude that's going to work on at this point. I'm pretty sure he doesn't mind. He said he didn't buy Twitter to make a ton of money. He knows he's probably going to lose money on it. He did it because he wants there to be a town square where people can express their opinions. And I, I just, I, I love, can I hear it one more time, Jared? Can I hear 12 one more time? Apology tour, if you will. That this had been said online. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger today. I hope today. they stop. You hope? Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go f*** yourself. But, but, but go f*** yourself. You know what's a beautiful thing about this? You can hear it. Andrew Sorkin, the host of this, he's, he's completely flabbergasted because this is how this entire industry has worked for decades. It's like, well, wait a second, you have to be afraid. You have to be afraid of ESG and the woke corporations. You have to be afraid of the, the liberal, uh, the liberal control oligarchs. You have to be afraid of Nike and Disney and all these places. 
Otherwise, how are we going to make you say what we want you to say if you're not afraid? Here's another movie quote for you. Kevin in Home Alone, Kevin McAllister. I'm not afraid anymore. They can't stand that. It, like literally, Jared, you can hear in his voice. He's like, wait a second. What do you mean? What is all this for? If you're not afraid of people, if you're not doing what people tell you to do, they can, it, it, it's beyond their comprehension that he might actually be doing this for other reasons than to just make Disney happy. That, that's beyond the moderator's comprehension. When we come back, we'll take more of your calls, 844-500-4242. I just saw a commercial for Omaha Steaks, Jared, and my mouth was watering because, you know, you get into this habit sometimes this time of year. You're just going to the grocery store. You're picking through stuff. You run out of ideas. But the quality in a lot of these places, it's just not there anymore. And the price is so expensive. So around this holiday season, I always tell people, give yourself the gift of delicious meat. And it's not just meat. It's meat. It's chicken. It's desserts. It's hot dogs. It's whatever you want, but it's delivered to your door. The price is right. And the quality is outstanding. And we can vouch for that. Yeah. It's the best hot dog you will ever eat there. I'll be Franks. I love that. The quality of the steaks is fantastic. The bacon wrap fillets, regular fillets. Um, they have porterhouses. They have you whatever sirloin. They have brisket, uh, whatever you want for the holidays. They have that. They have chicken, they have salmon, and it's not just the meat, which is outstanding. They have sides. The scalloped potatoes are fantastic. They're kind of in an individual serving cup, which is really nice. The desserts are fantastic. The caramel apple tartlets are out of this world. And the best part is it gets delivered to you. And like you said, Grace, the quality of the supermarket is not what it used to be. The prices are also not what they used to be. They're a lot higher. But with Omaha Steaks, you get better quality at a lesser price and an even better deal when you use code grace and, and you know what else i really like jared is that when we get a shipment here to the studio it's interesting to see what everybody goes for like certain people grab the pork chops certain people grab the hamburgers but if you order this yourself if you go to omahasteaks.com you're going to save 50 percent off you're going to use code grace to get the additional 30 dollars off and you're going to get a custom order for what you want like you can go through here and say i'm not going to eat this but i'm going to eat a lot of this and you can pick out exactly what you want so please go to omahasteaks.com don't forget to use promo code grace at checkout and then don't forget to tell us what you cooked up and how you cooked it up because i always love those getting those ideas from people take advantage of this deal and make sure you go to omahasteaks.com get 50 percent off site-wide use promo code grace at checkout you'll get the extra 30 dollars off your order minimum order may be required and we will be right back you're listening to the grace curly show This is The Grace Curley Show. Welcome back, everyone, to The Grace Curley Show. Today's poll question is brought to you by Perfect Smiles. Don't be fooled by imposters with similar names. If you're unhappy with your smile, you need to visit Dr. Bruce Houghton in Nashua. Call 1-844-PERFECT-SMILE or visit PerfectSmiles.com. I love everybody at Perfect Smiles from the second you walk in 
and you go to the reception desk to when you leave after you see Dr. Houghton, every interaction you have is going to be excellent. They are just absolute professionals and you guys will love them. So make sure you go to perfectsmiles.com or call 1-844-A-PERFECT-SMILE. Jared, what is the poll question and what are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at gracecurleyshow.com, is do you think 2024 general election debates will happen? No, no, I do not. 77% of the audience now agrees with you. They say no. Yeah. 23% say yes. I hope they do. I hope they do, but I don't think they will. Um, you know, we were just talking about this event with uh, at the New York Times, the New York Times deal book. I actually think, Jared, this was the event where uh, Janet Yellen and SBF and all those people spoke at one point. Or they were, SBF was set to speak, and then that whole uh, FTX collapse thing started to happen. So, unfortunately, he had to pull it out at the last minute. But... It wasn't just Elon Musk at this event. There was a lot of heavy hitters there, a lot of big names, a lot of important people, including someone we haven't heard from in so long. I'd been, what did I ask yesterday? I said, where in the world is Kamala Harris? Actually, you know what, Jared? Let's, just for old time's sake, where is she? Freedom! Where in the world is Kamala Harris? Well, she was at this event and she was pushing uh, several different lies. But one of the one of the lies that I don't have the strength for anymore that I really just can't stomach is this idea that Joe Biden. It's one thing to be like, yeah, we're we're stuck with him. We're going to try it again. That's fine. I could handle that. But they keep running with this idea of like, oh, my God, no, he is so sharp. He is so sharp. He is the sharpest one in the room. He is, he's like Socrates. He just walks into a room and he just starts asking the important questions. I don't know how out of it you have to be. I guess you'd have to be as out of it as Joe Biden to believe that. But can I have cut two, please? To the point, because it is a point that has been made. <laughs> First of all, I would say that age is more than a chronological fact. Okay. I spent a whole lot of time with our president, be it in the Oval Office or the Situation Room and in other places. And I can tell you, as I just mentioned, not only is he absolutely authoritative in rooms around the globe, but in the Oval Office, meeting with members of Congress, meeting with leaders in industry, meeting with community leaders, I will tell you that he is in front of, often, Everyone in the room in terms of thinking about how we can resolve issues, negotiate in a way that is about concession where necessary, but for the sake of accomplishment and actual work. Uh, What? That is false. He's in front of everyone when it comes to critical thinking. That's what I'm really supposed to believe. She is like if AI took a bunch of Instagram quotes and my mind's going blank now. I don't even know, like a psychic or something and mixed it with a QVC salesman and then just put it in a blender. And that's what would come out. Like, I never understand anything she's saying. I will. I will say this, Kamala. If he's in the room with you and maybe Dr. Jill, maybe just maybe you're on to something. But if there's These anyone else, check them out. If there's anyone else in that room that I would raise a challenge flag that he is the brightest bulb we have. And by the way. To the United States of America, if this dude is ahead of everyone else when it comes to thinking, we are in deeper, you know what, than I actually originally thought. 
When we come back, we're going to do Woker Joke. I want to take all of your calls. It's 844-500-4242. Get on the lines now and you could win Woke or Joke. Don't go anywhere. Live from the Aviva Trattoria studio. Welcome back, everyone, to the Grace Curley Show. Ooh, we got full lines for Woker Joke, and it is brought to you by Aviva Trattoria. A gift card to Aviva Trattoria is the perfect gift for any occasion, especially as we head into the Christmas season. So pick one up at any of their locations. To find the one nearest you, go to evivatrattoria.com. Joining us now is Taylor Cormier, and that means it is time for everyone's favorite segment. Everything woke turns to shit, okay? I started a joke. Ha, 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 ha. Pink-haired wokers. <laughs> the word woke means loser. Had to choke buzz on me. All right, everyone, you know how this works. Taylor Cormier is going to read a headline, and you have to tell us, is it woke, as in it's real, this is the world we live in, or is it a joke? Did someone here make it up out of whole cloth? In which case, it will probably come true in the next couple weeks. Definitely. All right, let's start off with Joanna. You're first up on Woker Joke. Are you ready for your headline, Joanna? Yes, I am. All right, Joanna, here is your headline. Kathy Griffin says she meows like a cat, moos like a cow to deal with her Trump-induced PTSD. It's woke. It is. It is. It's true. I didn't hear about this. Not a joke. And it's weird. Uh, Yeah, Kathy Griffin did an interview with The Vulture in which she stated that in order to deal with her PTSD from when she was canceled for holding up this fake beheaded Trump likeness. Yeah, because she's the victim in that, right? She held up a, a pretend bloodied head of Donald Trump. Right. Uh, an effigy. She was forced to do that. And she is somehow, she has changed the narrative so much that she is the victim in all of that. She didn't apologize, I don't think. Do you do a good Kathy Griffin? Do you do an impression? You could if you tried. I don't know we, if I should take that as a compliment. We're not going to try it on it. No, you, you're a very good impressionist. You think so? Absolutely. You're Elizabeth Warren. You're... Uh, Dr. Uh, Fauci. Well, compared to Howie's Dr. Yeah, Fauci, yeah, I mean... Yours is better than Fauci, but you do you do a few few good ones. You know what I actually will say about Kathy Griffin, and you could understand this? I do love her in that one episode of Seinfeld Ugh. with the barbecue sauce. Ugh. I do like her in that. I don't know why, because she drives Jerry crazy. And that's... Like, my whole basis of her personality is that one episode. Where she's insufferable. She still is. Yes. It held true. The mooing like a cow. How does this help? Is this some sort of exercise? The comedian explained that she makes animal noises while doing the cat and cow poses during yoga. 
Oh. She says, quote, it's when I get on all fours. I'm not going to read this. This is going to end up in hate mail Monday. I'm not reading the rest of this. Oh, no. Sexy cow, sexy pig, sexy chicken. No, chickens. I'm going to have you read that. No. Nope. Taylor, you cannot live your I'm life gonna... worried about what's going to end up on hate mail Monday. You're letting the hate affect the way you perform. This is just your job. I understand that. Read it. Oh. <laughs> Read no, it. Because this enhances your job if I get it on Hate Mail Monday. Hey, if it ends you're up You're the presenter ha- of that segment. What will be will be. <laughs> Can you please read the quote now? Sir? Fine. I'll read it. It's your show. It's <laughs> it's when I get on all fours like a kitty cat and then I arch my back and I'm instructed by my teacher to say the word Meow. I feel like a bleeping fool, but I do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I hope the hate mail Monday gets And then I, I'll give it, you know, I've gone this far. And then I unarch my back and wait for it. I moo like a cow. PTSD is a B-I-T-C-H. And when I get PTSD attacks, I can't stop vomiting. So if I have to meow like a kitty cat and moo like a cow, I'm going to bleeping do it. This woman is insane. And, and again... She was the one who who she accuses everyone else of like violent rhetoric and being hateful. She held up a fake bloodied head of Donald Trump while he was the president of the United States. How has she turned this narrative into poor me? I have PTSD. How do you think he feels? Lady, not even listening to you. I'm just thinking of the many ways my (laughs) words are going to be misused and abused on Hate Mail Monday. And that is that is how it goes. Okay, let's go to Chuck. You're next up on Woker Joke. Are you ready for your headline, Chuck? I am ready. All right, Chuck. Here is your headline. 100 ways white people can make life less frustrating for people of color. I'm going to have to go with joke. It is woke. I'm so sorry. 100 ways. This was a Vice.com editorial. As someone with very low tolerance for racist BS, I've managed to surround myself with white people who are cognizant of their privilege and strive to make the world a less terrifying and frustrating place for people of color. This means that I often deal with said white people asking me what they can actually do to affect change. So here, anxious allies of the world, are 100 simple ways to be the change. It's not nearly comprehensive, but it's somewhere to start. Go forth and disrupt our harmful racial paradigm. Grace, would you like to choose a number between 1 and 100? Yeah, I'll choose 31, my birthday. 31. If you have kids, buy them dolls of color and books with characters of color. Okay, now I will choose 92, the year I was born. 92. Think about how race is operating even when people of color aren't around. Be cognizant of it wherever you are. Whichever situation you're in, people of color have to, so should you. I will choose now one more. 17, Howie's birthday. 17. Never try and tell a person of color what is or isn't racist. Got it. Okay. Wait, can I tell this person of color what is and isn't racist? Can I... Can I... Uh, No, not according to 17. I'm going to uh, go against rule 17. What if this were twisted around? 100 ways people of color can make life less frustrating for white people. Sir, I think you know what would happen then. I think that's racist. Yes. So I think this is racist. But you're not allowed to per number 17. Isn't this like culture-splaining? This is telling me what to do with my white culture. 
Yeah, I guess it is. Um, let's go to... I will not bend my white culture for anybody. Let's go to Ron. You're up next with Woker Joke. Are you ready for your headline, Ron? Take it easy on me. I got a gig at Pins and Milford tonight. All right, Ron, here's your headline. Reclaiming Christmas, Satanic Temple encourages families to observe celebration of solstice. Woke. Joke. Bye-bye. Nice By try, way, that Ron. Was a joke. That's not true. Michael, you're up next on Woke or Joke. Are you ready for your headline, Michael? Yes, I am, Grace. Thank you. All right, Michael, here is your headline, Oakland Convention Center to host first-of-its-kind MapCon, exclusively for minor-attracted persons, child cosplay encouraged. That's definitely woke. It's a joke. It's a joke. I was going to say. By the way, that was a joke. That's not true. That's one of the ones that's going to come true. That's really really creepy. Ed, you're up next. Are you ready for your headline, Ed? Ed? Yes. Hello, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Ready for your headline? Here we go. All right, Ed, here's your headline. Soccer fans arrested at Birmingham for alleged misogynistic chants at female referee. Wouldn't surprise me if that was woke. It is woke. What were the chants? Not a joke. Don't know. Not a joke. Do not know. I read like four different versions of the story. If you were a yoga cat chanting, what do you think the chant would be? (laughs) I've read four different versions of this story, and strangely enough, all the four different versions from four different publications were extremely similar in writing style, and so I'm assuming a press release went out about this, and they just pretty much copied and, and pasted the press release, but they did not identify what the chant was. This reminds me of when I was reading a Police Blotter Facts Friday about a tortoise that had gone missing for like three years and then was found, and in none of the stories did they say the tortoise's name. <sighs> and it drove me insane. And I I really tried to figure it out because I'm like, how do you write a story about this tortoise? And it wasn't like it was a wild tortoise. It was owned by people. They, and you didn't think to ask the name as you were doing the investigative Yeah, wouldn't journalism. that be your first question? Oh, what's your tortoise's name? Right. Oh, that's not my first question when I find out someone has a tortoise. What's your first question? Why? <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you very much, Taylor Cormier. I appreciate it. And stay stay here right now because I want to talk to the listeners about what I think is a really good Christmas gift. And it's actually, with a three-pack, you'll get multiple of these. There's so many different reasons to use the Thunderstorm air purifier. Everybody uses it for different purposes. I use it a lot in my kitchen to clear out any smells. Um, I know some people use it in their basements. What do you use it for, Taylor? I have it in my house because my neighbors have tortoises. They actually do. They do. People will think that's like a weird segue. They actually do. <laughs> They've got tortoises, snakes. They could probably use a thunderstorm. Yes. Anyone with a pet, it's really good with pet odors. Uh, it's great with allergens, pollutants, and you definitely want to get your hands on this. But I do keep mine in the basement, my thunderstorm, because it's an old basement. It's an old house. So things, you know, there's cracks and crevices. So, you know, stuff gets in. I've got dehumidifiers, but they don't get rid of the scent. So the thunderstorm gets rid of that musty basement smell in the hi-fi lounge section and i also keep one on the laundry side section where it's a little more damp and dank and everything so yeah and what you just said which i really appreciate is like it's not that it's trying to cover up the smells it's just eliminating them Mm -hmm. because i'm not someone who i don't want the basement to smell flowery or perfumey i just want it to smell 
clean and that's exactly what this does it purifies the air so order your thunderstorm three pack now at edenpuredeals.com use code grace and get free shipping that's edenpuredeals.com code grace don't forget the code grace if you want to get the free shipping that is my tip to you uh taylor cormier thank you so much for all of your help today and we will be right back with more this is the grace curly show meow Follow Grace on Twitter at G underscore Curly. This is the Grace Curly Show. So you're looking for a deal and you want to make it real. A money-saving deal. It's Grace's Goodies. Goody, goody. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is an excellent Grace's Goodies. It's an Eden Pure Gen 2 heater. This is a $372 value. You're getting it for just $112. That's half of the sales price you'll find at EdenPureDeals.com. So all you have to do is go to GraceCurlyShow.com and click on store. But I'm, I'm bringing on Tyson Wen because he's going to explain to us what makes this heater so effective and why it's such a fan favorite. So first of all, um, Tyson, thank you for coming on. Let's talk a little bit about how much money people are going to be saving right now because it's so expensive to heat your home. It's starting to get cold, especially here in New England. So how does this heater help people save money? Well, thanks so much for having me on, Grace. I really appreciate it. So, you know, why would you heat rarely used rooms in your home, like the bathroom or spare bedrooms? You end up just wasting hundreds of dollars every month by heating your home when you can only be in one room at a time, right? So the way that you're going to be saving money is through a process called zone heating. And it works like this. Just turn your main thermostat way down so that those rarely used rooms end up being, say, about 60 degrees. Then you put your Eden Pure Gen 2 heater in the room that you're actually in, and you can set it at a toasty warm 76 degrees. So by only heating the rooms that you're in, you're going to actually be warmer and more comfortable. Plus, you're going to be saving a ton of money month after month on your heating bills because your expensive furnace isn't going to be kicking on nearly as much since it's going to be set way lower than usual. So by having that Eden Pure Gen 2 heater in your home, you're going to be saving money on your heating bills, and you're going to never be cold again in your home by having an Eden Pure heater to keep you warm. You know, Tyson, it was funny. We were talking recently, and I was I was telling you how I know the quality of so many of the Eden Pure products, but this one in particular, you, you mentioned to me, was a fan favorite. And I said, Tyson, there's so many great heaters. What makes this one stand out? Like, why is this the one that people keep calling you about and saying, when is there going to be a deal on this specific heater? And you were kind of explaining to me that it has a lot to do with the dimensions of this, and, and people find it very useful in their homes. Right. Yes, exactly right. So it's a customer favorite favorite that we haven't had actually in our lineup for, for quite some time. And every year we always get people asking, when is the Gen 2 coming back? And I'm happy to say that it's back in the lineup this year. And we're giving you guys a really good deal. Um, like you said, it's the size, right? It's standing at under 10 inches tall, but it's a full power heater. So it's going to be putting out 5,000 BTUs of heating power. And how it's able to do that is it's using a a special heating element called a positive temperature coefficient or PTC infrared heat. Now, this heating element is specially manufactured from ceramic stones, which is a highly efficient source of infrared heat. So 
the way that we've designed this is it's super durable and it's built to last for 80,000 hours. Now, Grace, that means you can run your Gen 2 heater for 24 hours a day for nine years straight. Now, that's Eden Pure durability right there. Yeah, and Tyson, sometimes when people have space heaters, and I and I know that especially the older people in the audience probably remember them, and they they kind of wince at the old space heaters that people used to have. But how are these ones self-regulating heaters? Because a lot of times you'd go near a space heater, and it would get so hot, like you couldn't even touch it. And even if you set it at a certain temperature, it would go way beyond that after a certain amount of time. But these ones are self-regulating, and they stay the temperature you set them at. How do you make that happen? Mm-hmm. It's advanced electronics inside this unit. You know, we we have so much engineering and, you know, just, just all that power, you know, inside that heater, but it's all safely contained. You know, like you said, those heaters are, are the old, you know, I remember myself growing up, we had an old kerosene heater inside the house. And as a little kid, I put my hand on there and I burned my hand very severely. And you're not going to have this with an Eden Pure heater. It's very, very safe to have in the home, especially when you have, you know, those kids, grandkids around, especially the holiday time, pets, you know, that want to be by that heat. They're going to be safe around an Eden Pure heater. I have an Eden Pure heater in my house. And again, if anyone's listening to this and you're saying, okay, I, I love it, I want it, where do I go? Just go to gracecurlyshow.com, click on store, you will see the Grace's goodies, and you are going to get this heater. It's a $372 value. You're getting it for just $112. So this is a really good deal. Yeah, and Grace, what I love about Eden Pure is the design of the actual units. Like, this doesn't look like some industrial heater this actually it looks like maybe like an old cigar box or an old radio it's got kind of a wood feel to it with some nice colors so it's not something that you're going to be upset having in just hanging out in the living room and it's, it's almost like a piece of furniture and a lot of the eden pure heaters they're all designed that way it's it's something that's unique to eden pure and it's really cool yeah and another thing i wanted to mention tyson because i have one of these heaters in in my home is that there's a lot of good features about these that people might not expect. The one I really like is the timer. So I like to time it so that it shuts off in the middle of the night. Um, And there's also a remote control. So these are very modern, and there's a lot of features on this that you're not going to get on a typical heater. Right, exactly. That timer function is so important. You know, it's, it's super cold. You go to bed, you want it to be warm. But in the middle of the night, you know, you don't want to wake up where you're hot. And that's what enables, you know, that timer or even just having that remote. You can have it automatically turn off when you want it to or, you know, use the remote in a, a manual fashion to, to adjust the temperature or, or turn it off. Yeah, it's a really great product, and I want to remind everyone, go to gracecurlyshow.com, click on store, you'll get the Grace's goodies. It is limited to three per order, but hop on there now before we sell out. Go to gracecurlyshow.com. You're getting this for just $112. It's originally $372. Tyson, thank you so much for coming on, and thank you for offering my listeners this incredible deal. Thanks so much, Grace. When we come back, we will continue to take your calls. We have a lot to discuss, including the protests um, at the Christmas tree lighting in New York City, George Santos, and so much more. I am constantly amazed at how this news just does not stop breaking, especially when you have the White House. They're taking questions right now at this briefing. John Kirby, who hasn't been the worst on the Israel-Hamas conflict. He's actually been pretty good. And you know what I want to play? I just saw this video of Marco Rubio, and he was accosted by a a protester who was asking him to call for a ceasefire. And he really explained in a very concise, very polite way to this woman 
why he wouldn't do that. And I think it's a lesson that a lot of politicians could glean something from. Um, we will be right back. We'll take your calls. Make sure you hop on that deal at gracecurlyshow.com. Just click on store to get that Grace's goodies. And don't go anywhere. A lot more show when we come back. 